0: You're listening to the Chasing Simple Podcast, episode number seven. Depending on where in the world you're tuning in from, this episode may be super timely for you today. Today, I'm joined by my first recurring guest, Mandy Walls of Mandy Liz Photography, and she's speaking all about vulnerability on social media. I'll be honest with you, I had not planned on having a guest come back for a second time already but the morning that I was scheduled to record Mandy's original interview, I logged into Instagram to see an incredibly vulnerable post that she'd made about coronavirus breakdowns. Not only was it really relatable, but I also loved the way that she shared it. So I quickly shot her a message asking if she'd be open to doing two interviews that day so that we could talk more on this topic as well. Because even though we've settled into the new normal and even though some places are starting to open back up, Corona-related or not, we are all going to go through hard times in life where we want to be able to be vulnerable with our audiences. So tune in with me today to hear the toll that COVID-19 was taking on Mandy and her business, how she turned things around into something that had some light to it, what's keeping her going, how she's made forward progress despite really heavy feelings, and how to get vulnerable while building community with our personal brands. Spoiler alert. Mandy has already started to get to do some more shoots again now that time has passed since this interview happened, but this was recorded during a time of real pain and real fear for her and her business, a time of a lot of unknowns, and she shares so many good nuggets of wisdom. This is a great episode, and I highly recommend that you listen all the way until the end. Remember, you are never alone in the hard things of entrepreneurship. Let's dive in. a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling You aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Hi, Mandy. Welcome back. I'm so excited to have you as my very first second guest.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited to be back as
0: well. It's funny because I definitely did not
1: plan on
0: having anyone back a second time so soon. But for full disclosure to everyone, just a little sneak peek behind the scenes. This morning, I got on Instagram and Mandy had posted something so vulnerable and so timely that I knew instantly that I needed to have her back and do a second interview with me that I could post very soon. So super excited about this chat. As you can tell from the title, we're going to be talking about Corona and what that's doing to businesses. Now, if you have not listened to episode number five, go back and do that because Mandy teaches us all about personal branding and how to use your brand to grow your biz. Super important episode. But as you guys know from that episode, she is a wedding and personal brand photographer. And we all know that that industry, the wedding industry, the photography industry has been hit really hard, especially with COVID 19. So, Mandy, I'm just going to open it up and let you tell us a little bit about what you were feeling this morning and kind of where you're at now.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was a heavy week and I know a lot of people have been feeling so many emotions and a lot of people haven't spoken about those emotions because they don't know how to bring them up online without seeming negative or you know like there's so much that goes behind sharing what's happening. But with that being said, with being in an industry that has been affected so heavily, I see it all around me. So I know that's not the case for everyone. I know some some industries are still Booming. Some people are still, you know, doing business as usual. But I am just surrounded by people that have had to completely stop their business. They have zero income coming in. And I feel that that takes a toll on you. So I had just been, you know, going along. You know, it had been harder to get into my inbox just because every time I opened my inbox, it was another postponement request or reschedule request. So, like, that mentally just starts doing something to you. um, And it makes it hard to work. And it makes it hard to stay motivated and show up. So I was already in that headspace of like, it is just hard. you know, It's heavy. And what ended up happening is obviously stimulus payments were coming out for everyone. Um, And it can be different for self-employed people because we typically owe taxes. So most of your self-employed friends, if it's truly like a self-employed household, they're probably not Um, getting direct deposits and refunds back from the IRS. So that means that when stimulus payments came out, self-employed people probably weren't getting them right away. And that was our case for sure. But I still logged into the bank just in case to check if we had gotten a stimulus payment. And instead of finding a stimulus payment, I saw like a penalty fee from our bank because the IRS had tried to charge us for our taxes a second time, even though we had already paid them a month prior. So it was just like a gut punch and it was something that is small. It is fixable. It is not money that we actually owe. But in that moment, it was just such a like reminder of everything that is out of my control at this time. And it's like, we try so hard to just hold on to everything. I, at least for me, like I'm holding on to my business, holding on to my finances, everything with like my fist just clenched tight. And this was such a reminder that I have control of nothing going around or happening around me. So all of that led to a huge breakdown. (laughs) I spent the whole morning crying and I knew, like I logically knew, like why am I crying? This is not that big of a deal. But like, you know, I was talking on the phone with my dad, talking to my husband, and I could not stop crying. (laughs) And I could not get myself together. And I know, like deep down I realized immediately this goes deeper than, you know, a bounce check or a like IRS double dipping situation it is everything that i've been feeling the past few weeks that you know revolve around the coronavirus it's the you know not being able to see friends and not being able to co-work and be with other business owners and it's clearing my calendar off for two complete months and losing all of those jobs for two months straight and it's not being able to see family and it's you know it's for for everyone it's something else i know for some people that's having kids home all day long and having to pivot from a business owner to being a homeschool teacher and you know everyone has their own thing that they've been battling. but for me it all came crashing down on that one that one morning. So I shared about it on Instagram because you know I am a personal brand photographer. I'm a big believer in building a brand and I do think that as you build your brand, you build a, um, a community around you. It just happens organically, it'll happen naturally. So I did feel that Instagram was the place that I could share that. And my big thing is I always want to be a light. Like I want to be a light. I don't want to be negative. But I think there's power in sharing the heaviness, sharing tragedy, but sharing it from a place of victory. So you can share about the defeat, but share it from a place of victory. So that is what I did. And you know the messages I've received in the comments and everything it has been overwhelming, but in such a positive way. So that's that's kind of what happened. You're so articulate. I love the way you just you just said all of that because that's totally
0: my aim for this podcast is to share the heavy stuff, but from a place of victory. I love the way you put that, and that's definitely I might have to steal that because that's <laughs> so so articulate and succinct, and I love it. Yeah, I mean, I know. Personally, we haven't had anything crazy happen from the corona stuff, but reading your post today was just like a, a punch in the gut, like, oh my gosh. It is heavy, it, regardless for everyone, it's a lot. I don't know if anyone can hear the fall going in the background right now. My husband's been home for weeks. Uh, We don't know what to do with ourselves. It's We're all battling things. And I just, the vulnerability you shared was inspiring and so real. And I'm also so impressed that you were able to so quickly turn around and share that with everybody from, if I read that correctly, this just happened, your breakdown happened this morning. Well my
1: breakdown well, it's been a breakdown week wow. um, but my my initial breakdown happened Wednesday today's Friday while we're recording this, but I will say like it has just been a heavy week. I do feel like I knew I couldn't share it in the moment that it was happening because it was it was too raw. I was crying nonstop so I knew there was no way I could see the positivity right there in that moment, but I knew I needed to share it this week. I knew it still I needed to share it in a timely manner. I knew that there are other people. You know, with stimulus payments, you know, going out, I knew that there are people in our world that were not getting them yet. And I know in the photography industry, everyone has been applying for unemployment because self-employed people can apply for that now. Um, but no one's been getting the benefits. The PPP grants have run out. So I knew it had to come this week. I thought like, yes, I could sit on this and post it next week when I'm maybe in a better place. But the amount of people I think I could impact this week, would be greater than next week when I'm fully out of it. So my my initial breakdown happened Wednesday. Yesterday was Thursday. I had a Zoom call with like six other business owners and thankfully their businesses are doing great. Several of them said that their business is booming, that they signed on new clients. And I will be honest, like I had to turn off my camera and I started crying in that call. And I'm I'm so happy that other people are not experiencing it. But I felt so alone. And I was just like, I'm not alone in my circle of friends. I am surrounded by it. So maybe, you know, like, yeah, it's probably good for me to have sat in that meeting because it can remind me like, okay, I'm allowed to sell right now. I'm allowed to pivot my messaging because there's still people spending money. But in my world, it just... I mean, I just cried. (laughs) To me, I just needed to know like, okay, I'm not alone. And I needed to make sure other people knew they were not alone if they were feeling the same thing I was feeling.
0: Yeah. Again, this whole podcast, the whole idea behind it is you are never alone in the hard things you're going through as an entrepreneur. I don't think there's anything that we ever feel that someone else has not also gone through. Oh, absolutely. And that there are not many others going through it with you at the same time, but it does feel so lonely sometimes if you haven't built that community around you like you have. So I would love to hear a little bit about how you did kind of turn around. Obviously, nothing's perfect and there's still a lot of emotion there, very clearly. But how did you turn it around into something that had some light to it?
1: Yeah, um, you know, for me, I know a lot of people around me are struggling. I'm working with a lot of brides that have had to reschedule weddings and I can't imagine doing that. I had... My husband and I did a destination wedding and we had just been talking about how this happened while we were doing our wedding. Our wedding was in Europe. It would have devastated our plans. I know that others have it even worse, which is I'm not encouraging to like have that mentality of like, oh, well, you know, others have it worse because I do think you have to give yourself grace and you have to allow yourself to sometimes sit in the mess and allow yourself to validate those feelings and emotions you're allowed to feel whatever you're feeling, validate that, but also realize that, you know what? It's going to be okay. It's going to be better. You're allowed to have hope. You know, the only thing that can really keep us going, especially in my business right now, like literally the only thing that can keep me going is having hope that weddings will pick up in the fall and that I'll be able to do branding sessions again soon because otherwise I'm out of work. So you have to have that hope. So I think for me, like, yes, it was a very heavy week. It was a hard week, but I also landed a destination wedding this week. And that is a goal of mine. Like that's been a goal of mine forever. So I'm just like, You know, I landed a destination wedding. I got to be a guest on two different podcasts. I, you know, I finished a course that had been sitting unopened, you know, on my computer for six months. So there's a lot of bad, but also it's been a great week. So I wanted to remind people like you can celebrate the good, but you can also be sitting in your office crying for hours. You're allowed to have both.
0: Are you tired of slow starts to your days? of feeling like your tasks are scattered all over the place, of never knowing what to work on and when. Being an entrepreneur is great, but sometimes when we feel overwhelmed by everything on our plates, it can be really easy to start missing the times when we used to have someone tell us what to do and what to work on. Lucky for you, I've got exactly what you need, a batch schedule. I talk a lot about batch schedules and how necessary they are for running a business efficiently and simply. In fact, It's one of the main components in my signature process, the three B's. A batch schedule is that boss telling you what to work on and when once you've got it all set up. I created a Trello template with my entire batch schedule, daily categories, and the tasks that I work on within each category. Available for you to get your hands on for only $7. You can grab it for yourself at amandawarfield.com forward slash podcast workflow. Again, head to amandawarfield.com forward slash podcast workflow to swipe my entire weekly workflow for yourself for just $7. Hit pause, get your hands on it, and simplify your weekly schedule. And then, of course, you can jump right back into this awesome episode. Ooh, I like that. I like that it's not one or the other. There are so many memes going around right now that are validating both sides, which is totally fair, but I love love that it doesn't have to be either or. So you mentioned that you you kind of struggled to get into work this week with everything that you were feeling, but then you also said you had a lot of wins. What have you done this week that has been particularly helpful for you to keep making forward progress, even if it's not the typical what you would think of as a productive week maybe? What has been helping you to get back in the office each day or however often you're getting back into your office? and and making some kind of forward progress on things?
1: Yeah, you know, first of all, I do give myself grace. So I have not been making it to my office as early as I would like to. I sometimes leave in the middle of the day and go for a walk. So first of all, I think it's rules are out the door and that's okay, Um, it's just show up when you can. But what has worked for me, I always use like a Trello board to schedule my week. And I obviously I keep trying to schedule my week, but I know that it's okay if things roll over. And I'm just allowing myself to have that moment of like, okay, I will do what I can, but I'm allowed to roll all of this over into next week if it has to. Um, So for me, that has also meant that I've been working on some projects that are probably not as important for my business, but that make me excited. So like, I've been diving into Pinterest more. Um, It's something I haven't had the time to focus on, but I've been diving into it. And is it the best use of my time, as much time as I've been spending on there? No. But is it moving my business forward? Yes. So you know what I mean? It's kind of like picking your battles. I also, for some reason, felt the need to like do an overhaul of my SEO this week. So I've been going page by page on my website and it's all things that, yes, they're important. Yes, they move my business forward. No, they were not like the most important task on my task list, but even if it's quote unquote busy work, I will do the busy work and I will allow myself to not be as productive, but get stuff done.
0: Okay. I'm going to put on my time management coach hat right now and argue against the fact that you're saying that it's not that important and that you're not doing important things because this is a great time for you to be kind of taking that step back and your schedule's cleared, right? So, mm-hmm. Hey, why don't I learn how to do more with Pinterest? Because when things pick back up again, I'm going to know how to do that and it's going to do X, Y, Z for my business. Yeah. I think it's really important to note right now, especially when things are crazy like this, that your work schedule doesn't have to look the same as it used to at all. mean, Mandy just touched on this. She comes in later, she's leaving earlier for walks and things like that. I think it's really important that we don't put pressure on ourselves. If we were working 40 hours a week before COVID-19, that we're not still expecting ourselves to work 40 hours a week. Because I think, and maybe there are other businesses that are, like you said, they're just booming, 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 and they're working more than ever. But for most of us, we're working less. And that is okay. As long as we are being intentional with the things we're doing, I think that's totally fine. There's no reason for us to, to work 40 hours a week just to be working 40 hours a week. Cause then you're just stuck in the productivity, the productivity traps. So but that's my,
1: my no, little absolutely. about that. <laughs> absolutely. This is a great
0: time for all of us to, to be there for ourselves, allow ourselves to sit in the, the hard things and. Okay. I'm going to step off my soapbox, but that's just the time management coach in me it wants to remind everybody that, that it is okay to not spend all the time working and all the time being productive because I mean, productive means different things really in different seasons of life. Taking a bath and wear- putting on a face mask can be considered productive if that's what your body needs. Okay. I'm really done now.
1: Um, <laughs> but it can also like, trying to strive to be productive can also just lead to busyness because that's what I was finding myself like I was just clocking in time at my desk and not really getting anything done because I mentally couldn't mm-hmm. so I think that's important are you being productive or are you being busy because if you're just being busy then go for the walk and you know go build the puzzle or make the candle or whatever you know like I've been seeing all my friends do different things and I'm like oh my gosh I want to get into candle making and I want to get into Gardening or whatever, because I'm like, well, right now we have the time. And, you know, work schedules are a little bit different.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And anytime you find yourself working on something and you just feel like
1: it's not working
0: or you're just butting your head against the wall, it is always time to step away. With the whole bathroom remodel that we're doing on our house, I am constantly reminding my husband step away from the power tools. You're frustrated. You're doing nothing. You're going to make it harder for yourself. Go to bed. It can Mm -hmm. wait. So,
1: okay, I thought I was done, and I wasn't done. But <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> okay, so I would love to segue a little bit into, well, back into your posts. But as a personal brand expert, what advice do you have for for those of us that would like to be more vulnerable on our feeds with our personal brand, but maybe are scared or are unsure how to be vulnerable? while building community what what kind of advice would you have for that
1: yeah um you know like it's not easy anytime i post a post like that i've only done a handful but anytime i do it it feels like I have a stress ball in my stomach like it's hard it's like you post it and you're like oh my gosh you don't even want to see what happens but you know what start with baby steps if yeah I'll first of all say be vulnerable but don't share if you're not ready to share yet like i do think there's um so much power in being vulnerable but i think you need to share like i said from a place of victory and share when you're not maybe grieving in that moment or not sitting in it in that moment because if you do then you're just you're maybe going to be airing out what's happening to your followers and you don't want to do that you still want to come back as the authority you still want to come back as the expert so show how can you be an expert how can you still be an authority but let people into what's happening. So I think that's important. Maybe start with baby steps and start with something that um, you know, I feel like there's so many different things that people can talk about. If you're a mom and you have a lot of followers that are moms, they're going to relate to you about motherhood and about the messiness of being a mom. And, you know, like for a wedding photographer, your couples can relate to your marriage. I don't want to say issues, but if you have any like things that you've overcome recently like those are things that you can share on. It's stuff that will still empower your followers. It can help your your clients and it can still serve them um, while just sharing a little glimpse of what you've gone through and who you are.
0: I love it. Practical. Very great examples. I'm all about it. Okay. So what is, and this is going to be harder than the last one, but what is one action step that listeners can take to work on sharing their vulnerability? and? You know, maybe what's what is something they can do to prepare for a time when they're feeling vulnerable? Because obviously, I mean, I doubt every listener is going to feel vulnerable this week and feel that point where they're like, "I need to share this." So, what? That's a hard one. I'm really giving you a tricky, tricky question this time.
1: No, <laughs> I like that? it though. <laughs> um, it is hard because obviously, everyone is different, and everyone processes things processes things different, and everyone. You know, some people aren't as comfortable writing and stuff like that. But I will say, every time, even last week, I did a post about how it was just hard to show up for work and how I had tried putting on jeans and did my hair and did my makeup, tried all the tricks in my book, and nothing was working to get my motivation back. And I had a girl message me or comment on that post saying, "Thank you so much for sharing this." She said, "This is exactly what I wanted to share today, but I didn't feel that I could post it without coming off negative, and I didn't think my clients wanted to see." That negativity. And I said, if you're feeling it, someone else is feeling it too. So I think it's just that reminder of if you are in it, more likely than not, there's someone else that's also struggling with that. So again, I think there's power in sharing it in a way that's still positive in a way that you're still encouraging and empowering and being a light in the situation. But I think it's just... Think about like, what are you going through or what will you maybe go through? What have you gone through that someone else is going to encounter? And what would you say to them um, to help them through that?
0: I like that. Okay, so everyone go brainstorm. Okay, so you get to give a second book recommendation now that you're, you're on here for a second time. So what is another book that you would recommend?
1: <laughs> that is a great question. I'm looking at the books on my bookshelf. <laughs> You would really think that I don't read because I can't think of anything, but that is not true. And there are many books I love. You know what? This isn't like a normal book, but I honestly—it's on my bookshelf. But I love the Strength Finders Test book. It's literally—it's not a normal book. You just take a test, figure out what your strengths are, and then it'll like have chapters about your strengths. You can read about yourself. So I'm—I'm big on like personality. like, Like I love the Enneagram book. But um, I I'm gonna go with that book because I do think it opened my eyes to different things like the things that are my strengths. One of them is like achiever, for example. And for so, like a long time, I felt that my like achieverness was like negative because it's like, you know, you're like running after stuff and you're just like going, going, going. And sometimes it's hard for people that don't have that same mentality to see why you're doing it, and they're just like, you're too much for me. So I think that book really helped me to come to terms with like, oh, this is like a strength. It is not a negative thing. It is not a weakness. So I'm going to go with strength Finders, even though it is not a normal book.
0: No, I love it. That's actually been on my to-read list for like two years now. So wow. I just to buy and read it. What's your enneagram?
1: I am a six. So this, really? this season is super fun for someone like me.
0: That's interesting. I don't think I would have pegged you as a six at all. That's funny.
1: Yeah. No, super fun. But you know what? Um, This is a thing where I'm like, well, this could either be the worst time for a six or the best time because I'm either an anxious mess running around with anxiety everywhere or I'm really prepared for this. It can go either way. That's fair. There might be some validation in all of this. Mm -hmm. This is what I've been worried
0: about. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, we have all of this in your other episode. But just as a reminder, and for those that haven't listened yet, where can everyone find you?
1: Yes, um, I'm online at mandyliz.com, or you can find me on Instagram at mandylizphotography. Perfect. Thank you so much for being my my first recurring guest. Yes, oh, thank man. you for
0: having me, and thank you for being so vulnerable, not only on your post today on Instagram, but also throughout this episode. Was so thank you.
1: Oh no, it's I'm happy to do it. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode's show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.